Good morning, ladies, gentlemen, and all those that lie between, and thank you for joining us for episode 6 of Good Better Quest, titled A Cure by Death or Meet Me in the Woods. In episode 5, our heroes went into the deep, dark woods, where first-year students are forbidden, and they found out why. Durak bashed some heads, and Siggy made a goblin explode radiant light from his nipples. Tack was the voice of reason, and Damakos made out with a fairy. The gang found a little place called Shrooms and Such, where they loaded up on the Sage and the and Such, but ended up leaving the Wink Sage behind. In the end, Siggy found herself under the influence of a powerful drug that gave her an insatiable desire for red meat. Which brings us to today's GBQ Haiku. Ruby Ann said hi, but I think she meant it like H-I-G-H hi. What's next for our heroes? Will Siggy's hunger be sated? Should Durak keep offering to kill NPCs? Can Tack learn to talk like the Headmaster before it's too late? Will Damakos finally cast Eldritch Blast? Find out today on Good Better Quest! Nolan Lacey, again, playing Miss Siggy Widgets, the cleric, also a gnome. Doug Holly. And Doug Holly, playing Durak Ironhide, the half-orc barbarian. Alan Day. Alan Day, playing Damakos, the tiefling warlock. And Nicole Davis. Nicole Davis, I am Tech, the rogue changeling. Uh, hey Nolan. Hey, David. What you drinking? I am drinking a grapefruit, Bella V. Because... I might be a LaCroix boy, but I am a frugal LaCroix boy. And that's why I go to Aldi to get my Bella V. For the LaCroix boy on the... <laughs> For a LaCroix boy on a budget. <laughs> All right. That's that's the website we should make. The shoestring LaCroix boy. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, previously on Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> you guys were in the woods... You came across uh, some goblins, which Durak just fucking destroyed. You guys didn't even... Actually, I think Siggy managed to get something off on one of them. I bloodied one. Yeah, you, yeah, you bloodied did. one. I apologized and bloodied him. Durak just showed up and like immediately was pretty much just looked at a goblin and it died. And then uh, killed the other one. Uh, you guys ran into a, uh, a little quickling uh, drug dealer that lived inside a Keebler elf tree. Siggy, with reckless abandon, ate some of the such, which was glitter in a dime bag. And now she craves red meat. What will happen if she does or does not get red meat in the next four hours? Who knows, you guys? Who, uh, who knows? Well, let's get some goddamn red meat going then. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, it, with uh, Siggy jumping on Durek, going like, "I need a fucking goblin." All right, so um, I this is this is just so exciting for Durek. This is uh, uh, this is a call to action, and and it's such a big deal. It's so it's so exciting that he's kind of flustered, 
So he's um. Uh, so do we, do we want to like go back and and, and get the ones we just killed, or do you want to? Oh God, Siggy, please tell me you want to kill some more. Fresh, fresh meat, fresh new ones. Can't be cold. Gotta get fresh red meat. Go. Time to find him, Durak. I just like to point out that I bet they have red meat at school. I think I think Siggy just turns <laughs> around and just throws the glare attack like the fuck you say. Just just puts her hands up like just land, just land. Uh, Durak is just gonna start heading back towards that big roundabout sort of situation, and because I'm a wanderer and know my maps and know my terrain so well, I know exactly which way we're gonna go, and we're just gonna follow whatever the left-hand side of where one of those goblins ran away. Outside of giving you, uh, this thirst for, uh, red meat, are there any other effects that you feel? Nothing, David? No? I mean, I had to... All, all you feel is just an intense craving for red meat. All right. So I was saying earlier, like, I think that in in battle, in, 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 in times of action, I do see that I think Durek is probably going to emerge as a, as a leader in that respect. But when it's about, like, bigger picture things, like, what are we doing next? Generally, I'm going to defer to the group. But right now, like... This this little creature crawling up into my face and going get me meat is such a thrilling thing that I feel like it, he's not even thinking about being a leader right now. He's thinking very single mindedly. I'm gonna go get this. I'm gonna go get this little lady some meat. I think Siggy has taken her mace out and she's like she's sitting on Durak's shoulders, kind of like a, a war elephant. Of course, like, she's she's got her mace above her head and she's just pointing forward. Yes. No real direction, just in front of in front of Durek, just forward. Yes. All right. Cool. Can I ask Ruby what she gave us? Uh, Ruby Ann. Yeah. Ruby. Uh, you you want to say that before you go? Yeah, like Ruby Ann. What did you just give us? Oh, such. It's it's just it's just like you know you ever had a dum dum one of those mystery flavored dum dums. It's basically a drug I make that's just like whatever's left in mortar and pestle before I make the new drug. Good to know. So, so basically, Siggy got <laughs> Siggy got PCP. Yeah, <laughs> she got bath salts. <laughs> oh, oh no, fantasy bath salts. No, the uh, the fun thing for me, guys, is that uh, such is it did this to Siggy. I have no idea what it'll do to the rest of you. <laughs> so you roll those dice. All right. So uh, you guys are going down the path. You're going down uh, the path one of the goblins went, you saw. After a little while, you see in the distance what looks like a goblin just kind of hanging in midair. And it's it looks like it's struggling. Upon further inspection, you see that it's actually stuck in a giant spider web. But it's definitely one of the goblins from before. Can I ask it how it got up in there? Well, you see it in the distance. You haven't gotten there yet. Okay, we haven't gotten there yet. But, but you definitely see it and you hear, oh man, this this is the worst. Can't believe I'm stuck up in this sugarcane tree. I'm just... If Siggy's need for meat is as strong as you say it is, I, I think she would totally bypass doing perception and she would just she would just cast something to attack him. I, I don't think she would. She would see him and just start casting spells. I love okay. that. Go ahead and uh, tell me what you're casting. And tell me how far away you got to be to cast it. I'm going to do Word of Radiance again. And it says within line of sight. So my uh, dark vision is 60 feet. Okay. So 60 feet, you're 60 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see the, the goblin struggling. And it's like, oh, man, can't believe I'm stuck in here. He's got to make a saving throw of some kind. 
Yes, he's got to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, does a 17 pass? Oh, it does. What uh, a is... spider web? Yep. Does does anything happen on a success? Like, does it take half damage? No, nope. no. Nope, it just says uh, it must succeed on a saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage. Okay, so there's like kind of a, a quick flash of light in front of it, and it's like, oh, what? Who done did that now? Oh, what? Oh, I, I see over there. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a Jamaican Jamaican uh, Michigander. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what this accent is, but it's like, oh yeah, come on, get me a hand, get me out of here. He, he's like tugging at the the webs. He's like, I could really use a hand getting out of here. I'll lead you to my treasure, man. So he thinks we're trying to help. Direct throws a hand up, like stop, because okay. clearly there's a big ass spider around here. And if that guy's struggling and hollering in the web, it's likely to draw the spider's attention. So I want to see, Dureg wants to see what uh, what size this spider is and what it's going to do to this goblin before he goes in any closer. Siggy's <laughs> getting jittery. She's sitting on him and like like an impatient rider on a, a horse that has decided to stop. She's like kicking her heels into Dureg's ribs, holding on to, to like parts of his jaw and just like, what are you doing? Why are we, go forward, no forward. She's just, sitting there so i think that's her mo right now it's like meat any meat gotta be fresh meat how close do i need to be in order to ask him how like if he's seen the spider and how big the spider is oh that's right she's the only one who can speak goblin oh well it, it was speaking common though oh okay yeah they can speak oh, common okay too. all right well can we ask it if, if they're goblins talking to other goblins they're gonna speak goblin but like yeah you do you do sort you want to like, you know, talk how far away from it can i shout this I don't want to get close enough to get eaten by a spider if the spider's I can absolutely shout it, yeah. Hey, buddy. Did you see that spider that made this web you're caught in? Oh, yeah, no, I seen the spider. It's around here somewhere, man, but I don't know where it is I, right I'm now. I'm going to point to Siggy and I'm going to point to Durak. Which one of these is it closer to in size? And I point to myself as a, as a midway point. He, uh, <laughs> he, he kind of looks, he says... I don't know, man. You're all pretty big to me now. <laughs> Get a name? Bilford. Thanks for the help, Bilford. You're welcome, man. Wait, are you <laughs> the guys that killed McGregor? I point to Durak and say, that's the guy that killed McGregor. <laughs> and he just holds his axe up in the sky. See, he gives a hoot. He sees you uh, raise your hand and he says, oh, man, you killed McGregor. You shouldn't have done that, man. What are you going to do? You're in a... Spiderweb. You uh, you see him actually loosen his grip a little bit, and he falls. I draw my bow. Web. Things are already in motion. He he falls <laughs> from the web and lands in a bush. Everyone roll for initiative. Ah, oh, Jesus. I'm gonna use my app. That is hopefully better than my actual freaking dice. What Siggy get? Siggy got a twenty. Twenty-one. <laughs> of course. Rolled a natural 20 plus one. Oh yeah, no, yeah, then you go first. Totally. Even my app is shit. Six. <laughs> Alright, let me reorganize I pressed this. it again and got an 18. Ah, I should have pressed it twice. <clears throat> I just wasted a nat 20 from this from this app. I need to stop pushing buttons. First things first, Durak, there are two giant wolf spiders to your <laughs> side that snuck up on you and they are going to attack you first. Right on, let's do it. 18 total. And that hits. And the other one 
Well, higher than 18. That also hits. Okay. They both bite at you at the same time. I need you to make two constitution saving throws. 10 and a natural 20. Okay. I've rolled three natural 20s in the past four rolls, guys. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so you're going to take some damage from the bite. Sure. Which is... You're going to take seven piercing damage. Okay. And then you are going to take some poison damage. Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck. That is eight poison damage, but you rolled a nat 20 on the other... Uh, save. So I, I'm gonna say like you get bit by this poison and like you're like oh fuck, and the other one bites and you get the poison again and then just like something about it just triggers some sort of animalistic immunity within you and you you're just like you know what fuck this poison and you like you flex your arm and all of it goes out of your arm. <laughs> Wow. All right, then. That is the coolest thing that's happened today. (laughs) Nonetheless, guys, I am bloodied as a mother. So let's do something about this. Yeah, cool. So, Durak, actually, it is your turn now. All right. I am going to rage again for my second of two times. I'm... Shit, man. Um, I'm going to have a 26. That's a hit. 19 that time, yeah. You crit on 19s? Is that more Um, I don't think he does yet. No, not yet. I can at some point, but not yet. Okay. Yeah, I think that's like a level three thing. I think two or three. Okay. But yeah, no, I'd love to. That'd be fantastic. So I'm going to do 14 slashing damage. All right. Uh, One of them is looking real bad. Like, real bad. Cool, cool, cool. Can I do like a couple steps, like strategic retreat a little bit, or at least take a more defensive position? Like, just kind of, I just want to step away from this business just for a sec. You. All right, that's cool if I can't. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Let's roll, brother. Let's roll. You can move and and take two attacks of opportunity, or you can just. No, I'm good. I'm gonna stand my ground. I'm raging anyways. Let's do it. All right, Ziggy. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna basically just tumble off of Durak's shoulders, and I'm. I forgot I'm, you were on his shoulders. One oh, yeah. of them should have attacked you. Oh no, no, no! You can't. No retroactive. So she's gonna tumble off of his shoulders. The the one that he didn't hit, um, she's gonna attack. All right. So does a fourteen hit? Uh, the spider. Yes. Okay, I am going to hit with Inflict Wounds with my mace. That's a fun one. Yeah, it is uh, 3d10. Jesus. So, 11 plus... Because I only only have two, so I gotta do... Yeah. uh, That was 17. Describe to me the dirty deed. Oh, okay, so I think she, like, blood crazy, like, Oh, meat! And, like, she, she, like, (laughs) somersaults off of Durak's shoulders... She grabs her mace, runs her hand up the haft of it, and she, like, slaps the top, and she brings it overhead, and it's glowing green, and she brings it down onto the spider's head, and she looks back at Durak, and she goes, MEAT! (laughs) (laughs) She takes one of her her music boxes as a bonus action and throws it at Durak's head, and it slaps him in the head and pops open, and it, it goes... Never gonna give you up. Never gonna <laughs> let you down. And I cast Cure Wounds for, let's see, uh, 
Uh, healing, uh, healing word. Yeah, not cure wounds. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, healing word. Uh, so that's five. Derek gets five back. Yeah, brother. Thank you. What's so, that business, y'all? Uh, yeah, that's how right. that's how Siggy starts. Uh, so first round was a surprise round from the spiders. Spiders are gonna go again. Which actually, it's not plural spider anymore. It's 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 spider. It's gonna try and bite Siggy now, who just killed its brother. It's gonna take a bite at you. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! Give give me a Constitution saving throw. Does a six save me? It doesn't. Okay, Nolan, how how much health does Siggy have? She has a whopping eight hit points. Cool, she's down. Okay. Down, and she is poisoned because we're looking from the poison damage alone it being twelve. Oh yeah, so cool. Siggy's down. Siggy is bloodthirsty. Uh, just screams mate, and a spider bites her in the butt, and she just goes down immediately. Not my meat. <laughs> Damakos freaking out now. Damakos will do his Eldritch Blast again. Hell yeah. Nope. <laughs> That'd be another four. Total? Uh, no, four on the die, but still. What are you trying to hit? The spider? The spider, yeah, so it'd be a nine total. Okay, yeah, no. This thing doesn't have great AC, but it's... Uh, it's better than that. Yeah. All right, yeah, you try and blast it with the with your wedding rings and uh, nothing. Next up is the goblin that went into the bushes. It's going to try and take a pot shot at, uh, at Durak and say... You killed one of me pets. No, friend, no, that's not all right. You killed McGregor. You killed my friend. I'll be killing you now. Don't you know? I'm pretty sure a seven's not going to hit Durag. No, that's not going to hit. Yeah, so it he he pulls back, shoots a, a bow and arrow. His vision is obstructed by tears. He <laughs> lost his the best man at his wedding, and now he lost the last pet he had that like his grandfather left him before he died. So he's, he's pretty sad, uh, but you don't know all that. That's of course just in the meta. Um, well, he's not very perceptive. So he yeah. has no idea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if he was, you could totally read all that off his face. Tack, it's your turn. I'm definitely, well, I'm going to be going for the spider with my, my rapier. Does a 14 hit? It does, and you're going to have sneak attack because it's right near Damakos. I mean, uh, direct. Okay, uh, as I go to do this, I would like to make clear that, uh, no one fucking bites Siggy but me, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So, rapier is 1d8. Oh, oh, that's an 8. My dex modifier is a 2, so that is 10. Alright, and then go and roll your sneak attack damage. Roll roll an additional d6. 1d6. That's a 3. 13 total? Yes. Describe to me the dirty deed, Nicole. I mean, I I guess I kind of see myself, because the rapier is kind of like that the fancy, long, thin. I just almost imagine it being like a one swift motion. I'm definitely like lobbing off some legs before like <laughs> like stoop down for a swipe and cut off like one half the legs come back up and slice the head yeah like, poke the head like with the tip of my rapier and hold it up and shake it a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! 
And then I, I, I fling the rapier to the side. I'm still holding it, but the, the head's going to fly off of it uh, over into some other bushes. Nice, nice. Does anybody have any healing spells? Am I the only one who has any healing? Yup. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Durak. Um, Durak, who has, uh, who cannot remember the last time he was this angry, goes after, uh, the goblin, um, and... He's 60 feet away. He's 60 feet away? Yeah. Alright, um, I am going... Alright, men. Alright. Fuck that goblin. I've got a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I've got a hand axe. Um, but I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw the hand axe. Uh, I'm gonna have a, a 23 on that throw. That hits. Okay, so it's going to do six damage. Six damage? Yeah. Uh, he is still up, but he is not looking good. Like, that that axe is sticking out of, like, his clavicle. And he's yeah. like, oh, the fuck, man? Oh, <laughs> hurts worse than a green snake bite. I need everyone to know that all I know about Jamaican slaying I'm getting from Hermes on Futurama. No, we it's, it's apparent, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's all I'm picturing, too. <laughs> I just assumed you had watched Cool Runnings recently. No, that's also just the only Jamaican reference I have. Um, <laughs> that red stride. All right, Siggy, give me a death saving throw. Six. What'd you roll? I rolled a one. All right. Ooh. That does not... Listen, I'm all for high risk, high reward when it comes to ones and natural 20s. A, a natural one just is a, a failure on a death saving throw. It is not oh, no. sweet. All right. So you're not looking good. You kind of you you're on the ground. You're like uh, you kind of throw up a little blood. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Damakos. I'm gonna close some distance. You said he's about sixty feet away. Yep. I'm actually gonna run at him. Everything I got, which is thirty, so I can half it. Uh, which puts me in range for Witch Bolt. Ooh! Yeah. Witch Bolt. That's a fun one. Yep. And uh, make a ranged spell attack. BRB. Rolls. 15 plus my 5. So 20. Yeah. Alright. And then on hit, target takes 1d12. One of the most underutilized die. <laughs> yep. I was trying to get d12 sponsors. <laughs> and that would be a five on that. And I don't think that there's a bonus on that. When you get better with magic, there will be. So, Damakos, describe to me the dirty deed. Oh, what does Switchbolt actually look like? A beam of crackling blue energy. Oh my god, I get the Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> so, ah. straight up. It's for Siggy! Ah, both hands out. You know, maybe the, the necklace with the ring on it is, like, wrapped around each thumb, so it's just hanging out. Yeah, and it's coming from the center of it, so I guess it would look like a unibeam, like, shooting out of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do it. And, uh, catches him right in the face. Hell yeah. Just, and all you see when it subsides is a smoking place where the head used to be. <laughs> Absolutely. And it just, it falls to his knees falls forward. We are out of combat. Siggy, give me another death saving throw. Okay. 19. Okay. You're, uh, that's one success and one failure. If you guys want to try and bring Siggy up, that is going to be a medicine check. Or stabilize Siggy. 
Uh, all right, I gotta be honest with you. It seems to me that that uh, how all right how how far because Durak knows how far this is. How long would it take them? At, how long would it take Durak running at full speed to get back to the university? Oh, like like twenty minutes. All right, then Durak has already scooped up Ziggy and is running back towards the university at full speed. Okay, I I will say. Like, uh-huh. like stabilizing is different from bringing back up. So, like, right now, she's she's kind of, like, on death's door. Oh, oh, snap. What? Was it doing the medicine check? Sure. Are you doing the medicine check? I did. I rolled a 20. You rolled a that's nat a, 20? A, or nat 20, yeah. All right. Cool, so, like, stop everything that I said. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that that probably happens after, yeah. All right, so, so like, you guys are all looking at things like, fuck, what should we do? Uh, like, I imagine maybe Durak's kind of poking her with a stick. Um, <laughs> and uh, Tack just, like, comes over and fucking moves everyone aside and just starts, like, saying, like, Dr. Lingo, pointing at each of you one at a time uh, before she finally just, like, kind of MacGyvers some medical supplies out of random shit in her pack. And, uh, She's seen place. Yeah, and, and stabilizes Ziggy. Tech, when you do that, you feel that Good. string. <laughs> you you feel that kind of string with, with you and Ziggy. You feel kind of like a little guitar string pluck almost with it, actually. I am going to give you a choice real quick. How many health points do you have? Me? Yeah. Eight. In this moment, would Tack be worried that Ziggy is about to die? Yeah, she's worried. Would Tack be willing to give some of her health to Ziggy? Yeah, like even though she's like finds Sigs to be annoying, it's this little creature that just got bit by this giant ass spider and she cares about Ziggy. Like there's that part of her that's sort of like, who else is gonna annoy the fuck out of me now? <laughs> so yeah, like she would do that. Um, Are you gonna ask me how much? Because I let me let me describe this scene for a second here. So I I think it's like as soon as this string connects to Siggy, it's like the rest of the world is starting to move in slow motion, and you do feel that string kind of thrum every every couple seconds, and after a while you realize that it's going in kind of a heartbeat kind of pace, and it's slow. And that's concerning. But as you look down, you see the string. It's red. And it's connecting from your heart to hers. As you're looking at this and, and the slow heartbeat is going, you you feel almost a duty to help her in some way. Like a part of you feels like you need to help her. But then, like, there's there's another part of you that says, I don't have to. But I, I think, let's say that, like, just that, that feeling that you need to is your chance to give her some of your health points. So yeah. how many would you be willing to give her? Ultimately, it comes down to whether or not we're going to keep doing this bullshit or not. Because, I mean, instinctually, I'm like, have these. But uh, quick question. Does she have more of those? Can I tell she has more of these Healy packs? You would have to look... Uh, you would have to investigate on her. I don't have time for that. Uh, so yeah, uh, have these. Have these. All right. You you just kind of nod your head, and it 
it hurts a little bit. It, it does. You can uh, feel a little bit of your health draining, but as it happens, you see this red string from your heart to hers glow, and the strumming becomes faster and more like a, a regular heartbeat. Siggy, you awaken to Tack sitting over you, and you also see this red string connecting you to to tack and like as you wake up it starts to like kind of fade and and wisp away (laughs) me (laughs) i'm gonna point your face and just say no (laughs) i also i also have uh i forgot when i killed that goblin uh i also have the dark one's blessing so i got five temporary hit points hell yeah all right on that um and those can't be given away correct in a situation like this they cannot okay so siggy you're back up and actually as you awaken you no longer crave red meat okay good because while caught in her little bit of a bloodlust and having just exploded the spider's head and like she wasted all of her spell slots for the day (laughs) i think she kind of having come to grips with her mortality and being just exhausted at this point and having to depend on tack to to help her i think she realizes like i am not equipped for this we need to go i can i i gotta i gotta figure this shit out because i'm i'm tapped and i am not uh, again <laughs> she comes to the realization that she is not as smart as she hopes she was yeah can any of us get that read off of you like is it pretty apparent that you feel that way Oh, I, th- I think I sit up and I just start admitting shit. Like, oh, God, I'm just, I'm done. I'm out. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just, okay, I... Okay, no, I... you did good. You did good. <laughs> Remember when you killed that goblin back there? You did really good. That was pretty wild. I don't think she starts crying, but I think she's just, she's done. She, she fucked up. She sees she fucked up. She sees that she could have gotten other people fucked up. And she's, she's like, all right, whatever you want. We'll, we'll, we'll I'm going to pick her up and put her on Direct's shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Pat her in the little butt. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, I, I guess we're done here. Uh, you want to take a look around, make sure there ain't nothing we can take no. back? No. All right. <laughs> well, then let's head back. So you guys are going to head back to the school? Yeah, absolutely. As, as you guys are walking back. Do we still have blood on our faces? Absolutely. You do. <laughs> Second. Some of it, uh, for some of you, some of it is yours. Um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, as as you're walking back, you actually hear uh, some voices in the distance near the front of the gate. You don't want to keep walking towards the gate. Can we tell or, them voices there? Are they voices we know? Uh, Siggy, actually, you recognize one of them to be Professor Nedragivalo. She trusts him enough that any sort of retribution she might get from him will be it'll be significant, but it won't be harsh. Okay. So I think she trusts that he will be concerned and not angry. So do you do you tell everyone else that or No, I think I think I tell them to to try and sneak past and I will distract him. Do we know who he's talking to? Let me look at your class schedules again. We haven't introduced them on the podcast yet, but one of you does have a class. Oh, no, you all have this class, Core Arcanum. Uh you guys also recognize the other person that is walking with him is uh, the high elf magic professor Madia Baltana. Are they cool? Because they don't sound cool. She is very no nonsense. But 
you you can overhear them talking and they're they're getting closer and you know they're saying you know we you know we've got to harvest from the Ristabeth now or else we're you know we're never going to get the materials in time for what you want to do and Professor Maltana is saying well I mean we're going to have to stop by the perpetual hive to to get the wax to cover our ears to get close to it but I I don't do we have time for that tonight Siggy turns to everybody and goes like listen I'm I'm the one who was like burping up my own lunch because I almost died uh, you know I'm I'm the one who needs medical attention I, to be fair, I do too now. Oh, <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I'm the one who ate the the and such, and I, I got us into this mess. So let let me go and talk to the professors and take the blame, and you guys sneak around behind them. You you go Hang in. On. I have an idea. What is the name of the the dean again? Uh, Professor Emery Winterhold. I'd like to make myself look like a. Headmaster Winterhold. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I can do a thing. You can absolutely make yourself look like uh, Headmaster Winterhold. With that particular skill. Uh, I can transform my appearance or revert to, or revert back to my natural form. Uh, you can't duplicate the appearance of a creature you've never seen. I revert to my natural form if I die. I decide what I look like, including height, weight, facial features, sound of voice, coloration, hair length, sex, and any other distinguishing characteristics. I can make myself appear as a member of another race, but none of my game stats change. Uh, can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. Your basic ship stays the same, so if you're bipedal, you can't become quadrupedal. Uh, clothing and equipment don't change in appearance, size, or shape, though. So... I will. I can cast Minor Illusion around her to make her have a cloak or clothes or something that's uh, minor illusion doesn't really do that uh that's that's like more of a disguise if nothing else i can use my voice like i could be coming across from the distance i'll let i'll let minor illusion happen to make a cloak that looks like master winterhold is wearing it to hide tech's clothes but you are gonna have to make arcana checks siggy to make sure that you can keep it up you're going to need to roll let's say a 13 how different in size am i from winterhold in terms of height and body shape i mean I'm it five, doesn't seven, matter about because, 120 i'm just saying yeah, can my same matter. clothes still fit maybe i like to play dress up <laughs> or how tall was uh tack again she's five seven Cool. He's he's about six one. Ooh, never mind. Those are. You're gonna have some uh, some high waters on. Like, here's the thing. This is all happening very fast. So. If nothing else, I want to change my voice. Are we still far enough? They can't see us. We can just hear them. Uh, yes, but I I like it's it's got to be a full package thing. Well, I mean, I could just yell that I need them in a particular hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry, meet me to this hall, and I'll sound like them. And they'll leave, because they'll hear me, and I'm important. You need to change completely to look and everything like him, though. I mean, yeah, but they don't need to see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll give you that, but I just, I, I want it on record. Like, to do all that, you've got to change completely. It says I decide what I look like, including those things. It doesn't really say whether or not I can choose a particular aspect or not. So I assume it's I have to do the whole shebang. To, to keep it balanced, I, I think that's what we have to do. Okay, so let's try and stay in the shadows to where they don't have to see her directly, 
But if they do, I will cast Minor Illusion in whatever way I can to disguise the clothes. Even if it's just adding inches to her pants so that they aren't <laughs> high waters. So, so that it looks more natural. You are... So just so you know, when we come to that, if it comes to that, you're going to need to make an Arcana check. Okay. Okay. And what are their names again? Because I'm bad at this. You're good. Nedrag Ivilo. It's uh, N-E-D-R-A-G. And then the, his last name is E-V-I-L-O. Okay. I'm just and, writing it phonetically so I can yell yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> No, that's all good. And then uh, Madia, M-A-D-I-A, Baltana, B-A-L-T-A-N-A. Okay, so. <clears throat> Ivelo, Baltana, I need you to come to the main hall immediately. Hurry, it's an emergency. Give oh, me. sounds just like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got, I got what you were trying to do. It's pretty good. <laughs> that was that was Rachel Dratch, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that as a compliment. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Loved it. Okay, I do want to say that even to the most absurd, astute observers, I'm usually indiscernible. Yeah. If I rouse suspicion, though, I do get advantage on deception checks. Okay, so then you you are gonna have advantage because it is weird that Master Winterhold is already in these woods and also telling them to come to a hall in the school even though he's very obviously in the woods but weirder things have happened durak is like really confused <laughs> that's a 15. well i got a 15 and i got a, ooh, and i got an unnatural 20. you got a natural 20. unnatural an unnatural 20. okay yeah, i have a, a normal 15. well i have a a 15 and a 20. okay so they're gonna make uh, insight checks real quick. Wow, how did I roll two eights in a row? Madia kind of looks confused for a moment. Like, you you guys can see them now in the distance. They were very close to, to getting to you guys. And Madia looks at uh, Professor Nedrag and, and says, Is he out here? And uh, Nedrag says, No, it must have been it must have been one of our, our sending stones. Come on, we've we've got to hurry. And they turn back, and you hear the gate open, and then close. I'm reverting back to my natural form and telling you guys to never speak of this again. I, I forgot to mention, um, like when when you transform into him, it does hurt a little bit. Like it it like you can feel, and the uh, the rest of you can hear bones crunching and stretching and hair growing at an accelerated rate and when she reverts back it's it's like all that happened but quicker does the hair fall off or disappear like is there a tuft of hair now at my feet no it it <laughs> sucks back into your face oh, oh, oh yeah, that's gross right. dude <laughs> yeah it is it's pretty gnarly it's like your chin is eating spaghetti <laughs> ray puby spaghetti <laughs> Yeah. Ziggy, feel free to make some notes. <laughs> <laughs> this is just upsetting for Durag. I mean, really, this, this is a lot, guys. This is this is an awful lot. I don't think he was ready for all this. He's just he's just standing there, and he's stone still, and his shoulders are slumped, and he's just shaking his head. Just no, no. Like Damakos has seen some shit. Like he really has. I mean, you know, he's been. To different like you know planes to go see Bilal's house you know but like that was still pretty fucked up 
Siggy, she she didn't like at this point she didn't have her notebook out, but like you very clearly see the cogs turning in her head and she's just like, What the shit just happened? <laughs> like she's trying to take mental notes and like she's like patting herself for like a quill just to like make a note on her hand and like it's like what the fuck was that? <laughs> but I think uh, I think she gets over that after a second when she sees Tack is back to normal and all the bones have stopped crunching. And um, she's she's trying to figure out how to get back into the school. All right, yeah. Well, you you guys are leaving the forest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's time for a nap. Daddy needs more spell slots. <laughs> so you guys get back. Let let's just say you easily get back to your rooms. Um. Uh. <laughs> Durag is gonna stop off for an for a like for a drink someplace though. Really on the on okay. I think on the way back into town. I think uh, even if everybody else wants to go back to the dorm or whatever that's cool but i think Durag is just gonna uh kind of as soon as they pass a tavern just kind of stop and the way that he hefted his axe and shrugged his shoulders earlier he's kind of hefting a mimicking a glass uh, a tankard and uh and then shrugging toward the uh toward the tavern yeah i mean are you guys gonna go with him i'm a little hungry i i think siggy is just She's she's defeated. I, I think she needs to sleep. She she doesn't have it in her to go get it, anything at this point. She just wants to go and like curl up in her gigantic bean bag and just go to sleep. I can offer to buy Siggy like a burger, a burger or a steak or something. I'm like just kind of, kind of making fun of her a little. Bit. Come on, I'll buy you a steak, Siggy. Some <laughs> She takes the rest of her and such bag and just hands it to Tack. It's like don't. <laughs> <call me that. laughs> Durag, what what were you saying? Oh yeah, just Dur- Durag is just is just beaming because she's so itty bitty and she rocked out real hard and then she died and then she didn't. So I mean it's a big <laughs> deal. Uh, Durag is gonna resist punching her in the shoulder because he saw that did a Damakos earlier, uh, <laughs> and he's just gonna kind of grin and hold his fist up like I don't know what to do with this thing, but it's for you. Siggy like tries to dap him up. Yeah, get it. All right. Is Damakos gonna go to bed too, or is he gonna? grab no damakos is gonna go into the bar like he pretty much like he's just down to bro out with direct all right so so real quick just just to set the map a little bit the the forest is is a part of the school like for for all intents and purposes if if y'all are going somewhere unless i say it's like in another town this is on the grounds of the school so i i hate to say this but do imagine hogwarts a little bit um except that they're there is kind of a, a small village within it. Like there's some shops and there are a couple taverns actually. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Winterhold. There's like this college and then like, like buildings and stores and stuff right around the college. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Inside the walls. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was imagining as well. Can we establish then that there's like a particular, if there are multiple taverns, can we just establish that there's definitely one that if nobody else has been going to it, that's where Durak and Damakos go whatever day that they have that class together, uh, the monster biology class together. After class, the two of them always go sweaty and bloody and go have a, go have a beer. <laughs> Absolutely. So there are two. There are two taverns, uh, the Tilted Violin, which is the more popular one, and the drunken kettle. Then the drunken kettle, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna ro- roll on into the drunken kettle, and I would love I would love it if they know our name like Norm at Cheers, but that's okay if they don't. I'm just telling you, man. I kind of feel that vibe. Uh, no. I I, I think uh, 
you two have been going in enough times that, uh, yeah, the, the drunken kettle bartender sees you guys walk in and, uh, like he's, he's actually, he was actually like looking like he was about to start closing up shop. Uh, and then he sees you two walk in, like there's no one else in there aside from, uh, one bar fly that you guys see in there all the time. And he says, Oh, I was, uh, I was just gonna, just gonna close up shop, but wait, what time is it? What are you guys doing here? Did you have a night class? Sure. Nudge elbows. He points at Tack. She's with us. All right. Well. Kind of the lazy wave. Yeah. With just one-handed and one gesture. Like, he he is making it, it... It's not even that he's making it a point, but he does not mention the fact that you guys are, are covered in blood. Wouldn't he be used to it by this point? Yeah, he, he kind of is. He just kind of looks at, at uh, the three of you and, and he says, Well, I'll be the usual. And Durak holds up two fingers. He brings and then you two a third. <laughs> he brings you two mugs of stew and three mugs of ale. Yes. Which is I, I imagine is Durex's uh, regular is yeah, like yeah, they, just a, a mug yeah. of stew and a mug of ale. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And Durek throws whatever coinage on the table needs to happen and then just goes to town. Yeah. Was one of those stews for me, Durek? Or are you just doubling down tonight? He is just... He doesn't even answer you. <laughs> Copy that. Copy that. I guess I look at the bartender and I'm like, yeah, just one and one. He uh, he looks at you, though, like significantly smaller than than uh, uh, Durak. It's like, you, you want a whole a whole mug of stew? Like an ale mug of stew? Uh, no, I guess... I guess not. Two of them, please. Now that you're uh, questioning me, I look at my body. <laughs> I'm like, you're right, it's late. Just bring me a half then. But I do want the big beer. Alright, he, he definitely gives you like a full mug of ale and, and brings you like a bowl of stew. But he, he looks at Tack and is like, you want two mugs of stew? Yeah. Where are you going to put it? Point at my belly. Durag says anywhere she wants and then goes back to the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Barkeep just kind of shakes his head and he says, "I have a high metabolism." <laughs> we're, we're not. Look, just as long as it's putting it in your mouth and not on my floor or anywhere else, okay. And he goes, he brings you. What, like I'm gonna rub it on myself or something? Yeah. To <laughs> get the blood off. That's the way. The way Durex said that is anywhere she wants. <laughs> All right, I don't know you guys, but cool. And uh, he he just leaves you guys be. He's uh he is cleaning up the bar though. He's mopping up a, a little puddle of drool that's right near the bar fly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you, what what do you guys want to do? Nobody else is in here. Nope. Uh, I think Durag after after he's like done with his with his stew and he's knocked back one mug of ale and maybe has ordered another. Uh, he says, um, well, you know, uh, that little one, that little one's just full of piss and vinegar, ain't she? And he starts laughing, uh, and, uh, he goes, uh, that's, that's real quick thinking there. And he, and he raises his mug, uh, to tack. Damakos follows. She also raises, she, she does a little, oh, shucks. Oh, she raises her mug too. All right. 
so we we all raise our mugs and take a nice take a nice draft. Yep. Well, that's about it for me, y'all. <laughs> and uh, he puts down the mug and um, puts a few extra coins on the table. Stands up, stretches and yawns and scratches his belly. It's real rude. And <laughs> and uh, and then he, uh, then he he turns around and, and sort of ambles out his axe over his shoulder. And this time he is whistling. Aww, that's Andy Griffith. <laughs> what, else, what else is it gonna be? Fantasy Andy Griffith. Yeah. Uh, from from the town of Goodberry. <laughs> <laughs> See that that joke had thought, right? Yeah, no, that uh, was so a, that be, was a fun one. It would be Andy it would be Andy Griffin. Uh, oh yeah. god. Oh, I mean clearly. There we go. Oh, yes. Alright. Uh and Opie is called Opie because he's so strong. <laughs> Take us home, Fungin Master. All right. Yeah, we uh, we end with Durak whistling happily on his way back to his room. All right, cool. So uh, that uh, thank you all for joining us for a good, better quest. I have been your Fungin Master, David Holman, and we will catch y'all on the next one. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh... That's it for this time. Join us next time, same quest time, same quest channel, on Good Better Quest. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Meter production. Our dungeon master is David Holman. The players are Nicole Davis, Alan Day, Doug Holly, and Nolan Lacey. Edited by Nolan Lacey. Intro music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music by Kevin McLeod. Find us at our website at finalplank.com, or on Twitter, at finalplank, or on Instagram, at finalplankproductions. As always, thank you for listening.